Hello everyone, I'm Kevin Miller, host of The Ziggler Show, which is what you've tuned into. This, however, is not an official episode of The Ziggler Show. This is a personal message from me to you, and in many ways a culmination of what I've found here after six years of hosting this show. And if you found value from the show and from me hosting it before, I'd ask you to really listen here for just a moment uh, to keep you from wondering. I don't have some sales pitch for something at the end other than offering you some new content. I have nothing to take your money for. I do have a brand new podcast and a message for you that, again, comes from what I've done here. It's around a root issue that I see affecting really all of us. I mean, most of us have had some success in our lives. We're having some success today, uh, some areas of fulfillment fulfillment that we're proud of. Uh, we've done the work, we've gotten the results, but then we have other areas of our lives we are not proud of and not making the headway we desire. Why? Well, I've come to realize it's a missing piece, I think, in personal development. And this is what I want to share with you briefly today. I don't really think there are any secrets left out there, but often as a culture, things do get missed. And if you're not 100% succeeding in every area of your life as you would like to be, I believe it's because you think you know what you want, but you actually don't. And that's my story too. Uh, and you're not going to be able to figure it out uh, for sure because of just a, 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 there's a missing filter. And that's what I want to tell you about today. After talking in depth with over 150 of our world's greatest leaders, many of them here on the show, it finally occurred to me as I was writing to my adult kids and thinking of what I most wanted for them. It's not rocket science. I'm not super smart here. I just benefited from so much exposure. And this, this it, this filter is really disheartening to me because I realize I've missed it for so much of my life, uh, at least in some certain frustrating areas of my life. And it, it burdens me for this industry that I'm in. I mean, personal development, business development, self-help, health and wellness industry. I'm one of the purveyors pumping out content. And I, for one, don't judge the value I bring by how many people listen or the podcast rankings, but on whether people are actually making any life change or not. I mean, this is what brings me to here and now in this special episode insert. I think this message will truly help you as that has been helping me. Uh, real quick, Check this out, just of interest too, as you're going to realize it's, it's a little odd. I don't just host the Ziggler show. For the last two years, I actually own the show. I pay the bills. I pay, pay the production team. I take in the ad revenue. What started as an offering to help Tom Ziggler and to help uh, after Zig Ziggler died has now resulted in 48 million downloads of the show. We average 450,000 downloads per month and will eclipse 5 million just this year. And it puts us in the top 1%. Actually, there was just a survey done that would show us in the top 2.2 uh, uh, or 3% of all podcasts on planet Earth. And in iTunes, when you click the business category, the third featured row is careers. We've been ranked the second all-time career podcast. We're going on seven months now. But... Chances are 99%, I'm the only podcast host you listen to who you don't really know. I'm the only one without a platform. It's backwards with me. Generally, one would develop a platform, then try to build an audience, right? Well, I have this huge audience and no real platform. I mean, name anyone else with a podcast and you know what they're about. They have a book or a certain message that they are uh, you know, purveying out there. And it's not that you care who I am, but you do care to know the context of who you listen to. And you'll be more likely to recommend the show when you better know what I, the host, am about. And, and I hope you'll be incredibly motivated to share this specific special episode, or at least the message from it, when you uh, reach the end just a little bit from now. 
as I want, uh, you, you'll want to get the message, I think, to those you care about as I did. That's where it started. Uh, that's why I'm talking to you now. So part of my revealing here today is that this missing piece that I've discovered has become so paramount for me. It's again, what I realized I most wanted for my adult kids, for their well-being. I realized it's what led me astray over so many decades that they experienced. And I realized it's what's keeping so many of you from finding fulfillment in all the important areas of your life. And it can be a little infuriating and depressing, but we want to get it out on the table. So this missing piece I feel is so foundational. I've now created a platform around it. Not that I needed or desired a platform in essence, but I just wanted the message to exist. And you can see it right now at my new website. It's kevinmiller.co. Uh, a month ago, I was offered a publishing deal by McGraw-Hill to put this message into a book, which is already outlined and structured. And before it comes out, I'll have a course available at the website. Uh, I launched another podcast, and this is the official announcement of that. Uh, along with The Ziggler Show, I have the True Life podcast, which a lot of you guys are tuning into. Uh, it's about being well so that you can do all you desire without your body holding you back. Well, my new podcast, the third one now is called Motive. And there's the punchline. There's what I'm bringing you today and I'll unpack it right now. Uh, this is the short story about this missing piece, how I came to it. So many Saturday mornings when I'm up before everyone else in my house is, I sit in what we call the schoolroom downstairs. Everybody sleeps upstairs for the most part. So it's quiet down there. I'm often perusing my Bible. I'm journaling. And I often end up whipping out my laptop just to write more on some ideas. Uh, usually something short, kind of like blog length, something uh, that I have my adult kids in mind with. Uh, and I've got nine children. I don't like to separate out the adopted ones, but in my family picture, you'll notice a couple of them are a little darker. My oldest and youngest are Native Americans, uh, but my oldest six kids overall are 15, 16, 20, 24, 25, and 26. They all live here in Colorado with the furthest is only about three hours from the house. So we see each other a lot. And you know, I get to speak to tens of thousands of people per week with the podcast. I handcraft each show to deliver messages that I believe in. But honestly, one of my primary muses is my family. It's them I want to impart to most of all. So just over 12 months as of this recording at the end of 2020, I'm thinking about them and just wanting them to be fulfilled in their lives, to do better than I have. Uh, and whether they're astronauts or Olympians or super wealthy or have relatively anonymous vocations and pursuits and just make enough to cover the basics, I just want them to have joy, peace, fulfillment, purpose. I want them to not make the mistakes that I have. I, I, not that I want easy lives for them, uh, but that they would at least make better mistakes, you know, and have far less stress and be authentic much more than I ever have been and aware and that's where I realized I missed it. And I regret the time wasted in my life when I was going so astray. So, I mean, I'm fairly high strung internally. I struggle to rest, to be at peace. I've come a long way in recent years. And it's what I think has helped me be open to this message on this particular morning. What occurred to me is that with all my guests, okay, all these people who have mostly come from hard and, and sometimes underprivileged circumstances, and they've achieved some of the truly great things in life, at least in my opinion, as they have developed you know, messages and services that really help and lift people up. And what dawned on me initially is, this initially, is they all know what they want. They, they've found out what they want. They know what they want. But that's not really the punchline. It's just the intro to the punchline. 
because to begin with, they all, uh, they, that's just the beginning they ought to know what they want. And it was a couple years ago or longer. I started taking my guests through the Ziggler wheel of life, right? Asking them about their habits. That's the twice per month show I do is ha the habits episodes that I publish on the Ziggler show. And what began to stand out to me was in each area, each spoke again, they all knew what they wanted. So that's where I began with my kids. I literally wrote to them, told them emphatically that they could just dismiss everything that I've tried to teach them to this point, at least minimize it, put it in the back seat to make the priority figuring out what they want. I even gave them the Ziggler spokes and the wheel of life as a, uh, to work through those. Because as this was boiling up inside me, I realized with some distaste, uh, I, I've got to admit that for all of my drive, I very often did not have clarity on what I really wanted. Not that I wouldn't have had some readily available answer to cite you know, in, in each area, but it wasn't what I truly wanted, which is the point I'm bringing you to. And, and before I do, a quick word on drive. I mean, that my entire industry here, personal development, self-help, uh, it, it puts a massive value on drive, being driven, right? Well, I'm a champion here. Anyone who knows me would say, Kevin has drive, enviable drive. I love to push. I love speed. I make things happen. I take action, right? However, in an article about David Lee Roth, uh, which, yeah, I, I had some rock and roll in my youth. He quipped something to the effect of, hey, I don't know where we're going, but we're making great time. Oh my gosh. That hit me like a ton of bricks. I am so often driving and driving hard, and yet I'm not really clear on where I'm going or why. And it was painful to realize this. I mean, not to put a bad label on drive at all. I still love it. Without it, nothing else matters. I mean, all the great ambition and intent is moot if you don't have enough drive to actually go do it. But is great drive toward an unknown destination any better? Well, my wife, for one, would tell you sometimes not because I've done that, driven us fast to someplace I didn't know where we were going. Well, back to my story with my kids. In so many words, I gave them the spokes, again, on the Ziggler Wheel of Life, told them what I most wanted for them was to consider, contemplate, and clarify what they really wanted for their lives. But, I mean, folks, it's unreal how many people, and quite possibly you or people you know, don't really know. We just set about doing the normal things in our society. We get school, jobs, businesses, accumulating the normal stuff, spouse, kids, car, house. We never consider what we actually want which as you're about to hear is not really simple, but no wonder we let the years pass. We put out so much effort. We find ourselves feeling a lack and asking, is this really it? Is this all there is? I mean, with all these incredible people, again, I've had on my shows, you'll notice I don't have people on who have just one big successful area in their life and failings elsewhere. I don't really see that as success. So I have people on who have considered the key areas of life fulfillment and they have a plan in each area and they're fulfilled and at peace and they have joy. That's the essence of my new motive podcast, which I'm telling you about today and my platform. I mean, I have missed so much of this in my life. And again, my family knows they've witnessed it. I mean, I mean, goodness, I've, I've honestly had a lot of joy truly, but it could just have had more peace along with it. That was elusive for me. I, mean, I grew up in the church and one of my favorite old hymns Maybe my favorite hymn is, It is Well With My Soul. I can still hear my grandfather singing it. He was born an Amish guy. He pastored a Mennonite church in a tiny farming town of Ohio all his life. Uh, and even as farming was his primary vocation, he preached at that, uh, at that church. His middle initial was F. Nobody knew what it stood for. We, we just joked that it meant farmer. 
But I remember him singing, it is well with my soul in his low, peaceful voice. I think I love that song so much because that's what I long for is just to be well in my soul, to be at peace. Again, I spent so much of my life in unrest because of lack of clarity in an area. Let's nail it down now. So here then is the big revelation, the missing piece. All right. 12 minutes into this is the missing piece. I'm going to even note that so I can put it in the intro. 12 minutes in. To know what you want, you must first understand it's one thing to say what you want. It's another thing to ponder if it's truly what you want. And to, 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 to discern this uh, it takes a filter. And it's what my new platform at kevinmiller.co, the website and the upcoming book and the new Motive podcast are all about. Motive defined is reason. And in this context, I'm talking about what you want and asking then why, what is your motive for wanting it? What's your reason for wanting that thing? Because friends, listen, and this is really the climax here. What I've come to realize with all these leaders and influencers that we're all listening to and reading and following is that they, uh, what they want, listen to this, what they want is a byproduct of their reasons for wanting it. What they want is a byproduct of their reasons for wanting it for wanting everything that they want in their life. The motive, the reason is the Holy Grail that we should be focused on. And it's the lack of knowing this in our lives that's handicapping us. A a reason, again, is clarity. Not to be confused with drive, as I outlined above. Again, a lot of people are going to drive that. That one is just such a, it's taken us, I'm afraid, in errant directions when we're just talking about drive and we don't solidify what we are driving for and why it made me think honestly about being on a beach with three boats and we all talk about visiting an island out there. Okay. And, and the moment it's conceived, we could get on a boat, go to an island, man, I'm just going to get in the boat, slam the gas forward and get going, get there fast, not waste a moment. We're likely to get a mile out and have, have left everyone else behind. And if you ask me exactly where we're going, I'd say, eh, it's an island. That's my want, right? Then ask me where it is. And I'll say, I don't know, but we're absolutely flying. I mean, who, who knows where we're going to end up? That's dry without reason, without really the reason to understand why we're going and to figure out where we're going and to be on target. It's directionless. It's why I've had so many successful achievements that I ultimately sabotage. I was being driven by things I was unaware of and just running willy-nilly about my life. Now, talking about reason, though, another problem is when we do chart the course, think you know what you want, but not having a super strong reason to keep going. And so if I use my boat analogy here, uh, that's let's say the next guy, the next person charts the island, sets his GPS, starts out, but a quick, quick hundred meters, of course I'm long gone, but a quick hundred meters out, the engine on this guy's boat dies. It won't restart. And the guy says, ah, oh, well, and he starts swimming back and you know, but I thought we were going to the island. Somebody says, well, the boat's dead. He exclaims and he heads back to shore. No clear reason for going there. And he's out. I mean, this is many of us in our endeavors lack of reason, and we're going towards things we want, but at the core, we don't know why, and we falter. So obviously, there's another way. The third boat, however, let's say it has a lady in it, and she lost her kid off on a floaty and is told the kid is floated to an island over there, but the island has wild apes that are going to harm the kid, right? So the lady charts her course. She heads straight for the island a mile away. Her boat also dies a quarter mile out. She, however, searches till she finds uh, an old trolling motor. She whips it out off the back and gets moving again slowly, but she's still moving. She makes it another, another quarter mile till it quits and won't restart. So she grabs a paddleboard stowed on the boat, hops on that, starts rowing. Another quarter mile in, a wave hits her, knocks her off, and she loses the paddleboard. What does she do next? 
She swims and she makes it. She knew what she wanted. She had a reason, a motive that was true and concrete. She gets her kid, all is good in the world. Goofy analogy, but you get the point. So the truth is in our culture today, we have fewer and fewer people who even want much of anything. They're satisfied with less. They don't even want to want. And I get deeper to this, uh, into that issue in the initial episodes of my new podcast, Motive, which when you get there, you should find about nine or 10 uh, episodes already uploaded. Uh, and again, you can find the Motive podcast, Motive, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Or again, go to kevinmiller.co. You'll find it along with videos. Uh, so I'm, we're videotaping all the shows now. Uh, Ziggler Life, uh, Ziggler Show, True Life, and and Motive, um, but you can find the new Motive one on podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube. We have a new YouTube channel again, KevinMiller.co. But as you are here listening to this, it's you're probably not one of those people who doesn't want something. You, you do. That's why you're here. You do want things, but chances are, you haven't filtered them through your motives. And friends, this is just the foundation. I am, I'm entreating you to, to, to pay attention and understand that. Hear it again. It's, this is what hit me so hard. All these successful, fulfilled, at peace people, loving uh, life and helping others were not led by what they wanted. Their wants, well, their wants were just not the root. Their reasons are. I mean, think about what kind of car you want. If I ask you, you don't just say, if I say, what kind of car you want? You don't say a car. You tell me a certain kind of car, a certain kind of want based on what your motive is, okay? So if you're in LA, you might want a convertible Porsche and you want it based on your reason. It's warm outside all the time. You want to look cool, drive fast on the highway, uh, on Highway 1 specifically. Well, beautiful. The reason decides the want. In Ohio, back to my grandpa where he lived, you don't want a convertible Porsche. Most of the time, the weather wouldn't support it. And the Amish folks in buggies will think you're mentally cracked and definitely not cool. It's not worth the investment there. Most people are going to get a pickup truck based on their motive of hauling farm equipment and driving off the road. It's not all Ohio, but where my grandfather was. So here, right here, as I broadcast from the town I live in, at uh, my office here is 8,500 feet above sea level in the Rocky Mountains. My house is, house is further up, uh, 9,200 feet, surrounded by national forest. The majority of people here are either going to drive an all-wheel drive car like a Subaru, which seems like it's a state automobile here, or an SUV due to the reason of dealing with weather that can change from 70 degrees and hot with this high-altitude sun uh, to 30 degrees all of a sudden and six inches of hail covering the roads. You need to be able to drive on ice up steep inclines and hairpin turns at a moment's notice. So, uh, you know, I drive an old Chevy Suburban because I have lots of kids and I'm always hauling stuff like household trash because we don't have trash service where we live or, uh, or I'm driving an all-wheel drive passenger van. Anything else is just stupid. I I'd rather be in an early model Porsche or a Jaguar, but it would be absolutely useless most of the year here. But do you hear that? The motive, the reason drives the want. So now how do you discern if your reasons are true? Because in my experience so far, once I get to this point in the message, people say, ah, okay, I get it. Okay, here are my motives. Here are my reasons for the things that I say I want. And about two minutes later, as they're trying to describe uh, the reasons and I question them, start digging in, we realize a majority of their reasons are false. They're not true reasons. They're not the ones that they own and agree with. Again, that's what I found out with myself. And they can be false in two ways. Either one, the motive is based on an expectation that we're trying to fulfill, but not something we authentically want. Or true, 
uh, or, or number two, the true motive, the thing that's really driving us, we say that here's what we want and we say here our reason, but then we're being driven by something that's actually behind us. We're unaware of. It's hidden. And for me, it, that was really the bigger culprit, the latter. Uh, that was prominent. On my uh, website at kevinmiller.co on the story page, I share some about my business successes and failures due to my hidden motives, one in particular. And if you'd asked me what I wanted for my work, for instance, I would have said, oh, my, you know, to make a positive difference in people's life. If you'd asked me what I wanted financially, I would have said, oh, you know, make plenty of money to provide for my family and further my business efforts. But then you'd see that all my efforts ended up with me building up audiences and businesses to serve and uh, get income from and then sabotaged it. And I walked away so often leaving the audience and the money behind. Why? Well, because my main motive the main thing driving me was to prove to everyone I was all about heart and caring for them, not about money and prestige and success and all that. So I ran my businesses more like ministries and sabotaged the money. And I never saw it. And you know what? With no money, you can't help people. You can't keep the lights on in your own house. And I was just unaware of this hidden drive for so much of my life. Why did I have this drive to feed my self-image issues? Well, again, you can go to listen to the first episodes of the Motive Podcast, and I talk about that some. Talk about, again, not just my story, but this aspect of hidden issues. But I do talk about my own story some uh, in there in relation to, uh, or as an analogy to. Uh, but it was, it was being you know, disappointing, uh, or I was disappointed. What, you know, what was the root of my issue, this hidden motive? I was disappointed by witnessing firsthand some powerful, influential businessmen who were more about money and self-promotion than serving. And I let it derail me, though. But the point here is you. It's your success, your fulfillment. I want to be all I can be, to be a good steward of my life, abilities granted to me by God. I want this for my kids, and it's what I most want is to help people with their lives. So if you want to find not just some areas of success in your life, but true fulfillment and peace and joy that comes as a result, figure out what you really want in the key areas of your life. And the way to do it is to dig deeper into your motives, the reasons, which culminates in your values. And that's my end game here, the root. I want us all knowing what we truly value and living from this. How do you do this? How do you discover your motives so you can pursue what you authentically want? And the best I can offer you right now is this new platform. That's what this new motive podcast is about. In it, I'm unpacking the process that will be the crux of this upcoming book, as well. But in the show, I'm also bringing guests to you where I take them through their motives. It's not the normal interview and we talk about all the great things that they did. I want to know why they did what they did from early on to where they are now, what drove them in their past and what drove them good and bad. What drives them now? I mean, these are the personal introspective stories that will shine the light on the power and necessity of motive. I've already had some big name guests on the show. You can go listen to them now at the Motive Podcast. Uh, I'll tell you to get to the, really the spirit of what I'm, I'm searching for here. I encourage you to listen to episode two with a guy named Sean Askinosi. Sean was a brilliant criminal defense lawyer, now a fam famous chocolatier, makes chocolate. Uh, Seth Godin kind of put him on the map, I think. He's a huge fan of Sean's. In my Motive episode with Sean Askinosi, he shares how in his early life he was driven by anger and sadness over his father's death at the age of 14 that led him to be just mercilessly driven 
by a desire to achieve big things and prove he didn't need God to do it. Talk about a powerful understanding of what was really driving him. And the easiest way uh, for you to dig into this is again, go to the podcast. Again, I, I don't, I, there's no ads on them. I'm not making any money. I hope to at some point. And obviously there's a book that's happening, but right now it's just what I want out there. It's what I want my kids to understand. It's what I am still learning through the process as I go. So you can find the new mod, uh, new, new motive podcast again at kevinmiller.co. Uh, there you'll also find my true life podcast, where again, the goal is to have your body fully functioning so you can do all you feel called to in your life. And for all three podcasts, including now the Ziggler show, you can be getting the videos so you can see me with my guests uh, or my co-hosts like Tom Ziegler and Dr. Randy James. You can watch the videos. Uh, you can sign up for the email list there just so we can let you know uh, judiciously what shows happened every week. Cause I'll be doing four now. Three podcasts, four shows. Again, I don't have anything to ask for your money for uh, on these on these shows. Obviously, the Ziggler Show has ads on it, but that's about it. Uh, and I mentioned the Motive podcast briefly in a recent show, and I did get uh, we got a quick one thousand downloads. Oh, at that time, we've got more now. Uh, and I'm eager for some ratings and reviews in iTunes. Go check it out, see what you think. If you get value from it, uh, let me know. Leave a review, and even let me know that you left a review. So I can just thank you and ask you about your own motives. Uh, it's, you can email at kmiller at kevinmiller.co. kmiller at kevinmiller.co. Uh, folks, I truly hope this is a beginning for you, for all of us, to get to this missing root issue of our lives and our pursuits, our values, our motives, and from that, the directions that we choose to take action toward. Thank you for tuning in to this special episode. Well, a non-episode, I'll say. Thanks for sharing this, if you do, with anyone uh, you think would benefit. Obviously, sharing the show would be great. I'd appreciate that. Uh, but even if you just share the concept and the message. And thank you for committing to figuring out what you authentically want. It will make your world and my world a better place. So again, I'm Kevin Miller. I'm grateful to be on this journey with you.